How will healthcare and health change now that your clients can access their primary care provider anytime from any device in any mode on demand? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. Announcing Ascend, the agency growth and leadership summit that's coming to Nashville, Tennessee this January. Ascend is a fresh, interactive experience exclusively for benefit agency leaders and focused on providing practical and proven strategies to help you maximize your growth. This isn't just a bunch of talking heads. It's a hands-on, take-it-home-and-implement-it ideas and tools meeting. I'm going to be there, and I'm so psyched about this meeting that I've arranged a special discount just for Shift Shapers listeners. To get all of the details, go to www.shiftshapersonline.com and click on the Ascend logo at the top right. Hey, thanks for being among the thousands of Shift Shapers listeners who tune in each week to hear the top subject matter experts in our industry talk about ideas, techniques, and best practices that help you to build your knowledge base and your practice. I know many of you subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher so that you get each week's podcast delivered as soon as it goes live. And that's a great way to get the jump on every new episode. To make it even easier, and for those of you who may not be iTunes or Stitcher users, we've added an exciting new feature to the ShiftShapersOnline.com website. If you click the new subscribe button, we'll automatically notify you the minute each new episode is published, and we'll also send you a short description showing who we're chatting with and what we're discussing. And it will let us notify you about some upcoming special offers, online content, and webinars we're building just for Shift Shapers listeners. So go to www.shiftshapersonline.com and click the subscribe button. Our motto is listen, learn, profit. Now you have a way to do that ahead of the crowd. Subscribe today. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're very excited to be talking to Gary Robinson. Gary is Executive Vice President of Business Development at HealthTap. Now, HealthTap was founded a few years ago back in 2010, and their stated goal at the time was pretty broad and pretty audacious. It was reinventing the way people all over the world take care of their health and well-being. And I want to go back and talk a little bit about the the company's beginnings, and then we'll talk about a new initiative and a, a very interesting part of that that will resonate especially with our listeners. So with that, welcome, Gary. Glad to be here today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for sharing your expertise with our audience. Now, as I mentioned, you guys recently launched a revolutionary new platform, but we're, we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to talk about that because it's so different than anything else that we've seen that's in the marketplace. But let's go back to the company's founding. What were the problems and challenges that you all saw in the marketplace that you set out to try to solve? So I, I think you can look at the problems we looked at trying to solve in the marketplace in, in two dimensions. On the one hand, you had patients or consumers or employees, however you want to term them, who had access to health care, theoretically knew and were educated as to what to do, but frankly just weren't engaged by what they saw and what they were exposed to. When you think about traditional benefits, you get this broad communication barrage in October that kind of says, hey, here's all the things we have thought about for you, 
and here's how you can get access to them. And it's all educational in tone. I think they've gotten a lot better at positioning everything. But at the end of the day, it kind of leaves employees cold. It doesn't make them go, hey, if it's 2 in the afternoon and I'm not feeling well, what do I do right now? What do I have? What is this? And what do I do right now? So people weren't engaging. And I think that's one of the problems that we saw. And I think our founder, Ron Gutman, really looked at this when he was a student and grad student at Stanford. And and the result of that was Stanford's Be Well program that was really all about wellness and engagement. And I think the core of a lot of that work uh, comes into this work here. I know that one of the things that you're predicated on is the wide adoption of smartphones. And, And last week, we had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Eric Topol about his really great book, the patient will see you now. And a lot of his hypotheses for where we're going as an industry, especially your part of the industry, are based on that ubiquitous smartphone. Talk a little bit about, about that, what that, how that played into your guys' thinking and how you're leveraging that. Absolutely. So if you, if just, I'll answer the second dimension of the, and then I'll talk about the smartphone piece of it. So if you look at the second dimension of this, and that is the way doctors practice and want to practice medicine and how they want to engage with patients. And we looked at that and said, boy, there's, there's opportunity for transformation there because they really do want to make a difference. And the way I've had it explained to me is if I'm a physician and let's just say, let's compare a physician to a carpenter. If I'm an exquisitely talented table maker and I make tables every day, after I've made my 300 table, is it interesting anymore? And same thing happens when I'm a physician and I have medical procedures that I execute every day or patients that I talk to every day. How do I have a more dynamic interaction with my patients and with my peers in a way that helps me learn and helps me deliver more concierge care every day? And I think so bringing the nexus between consumers and physicians together as care as in, in an environment delivers a, a very engaging experience for both parties is really what we've been all about. And when you look at the smartphone and how that comes into this equation now, what you're really seeing is now both sides can have that experience at their fingertips 24-7, whether it be you know, a brand new super sm- iPhone or Samsung or four-year-old uh, Windows phone that happens to have a, a, a very solid web browser. People live their lives these days expecting immediate access to answers. They've been trained by Google to have that, and they want to have that same experience in healthcare, but they cannot today. And so we look at this mobile revolution as affecting everywhere else we live and how we live as not really yet affecting healthcare until now. Why do you think that is? I mean, it, it's been a recurrent theme on the podcast, and, and we, we ask a lot of our SMEs, why is it that healthcare has been kind of this frontier, if you will, to use Bob Grayboy's term, that's resisted the same kind of pervasive change that's gone on in arguably every other facet of our consumer experiences? Well, I, I think the way healthcare has been constructed, it's been mostly around structuring care and structuring experience around how people are going to get paid for the service they deliver. So you, you see all the ICD-9, ICD-10 codes around this and around the EMR as a, as a capture for all of that. Care is being now thought through in terms of, hey, how are we going to pay for this? And making that the portal through which all consumer experience has been driven. And I think that kind of the logical conclusion of that, and I think it's yet to be proven to be true, is consumerism, right? So when you look at 
consumerism, basically what they're saying here is, hey, look, we tried everything we can on the plant-sponsored insurer side to think through how to make people think carefully about what they consume and how they pay for it. Now we're going to put that emphasis on the consumer and let them decide. But the consumer hasn't really had the tools or any engaging solution or environment to really make that a reality. The way I like to describe it is, if I want my kid to swim and make better decisions as a swimmer, I don't just throw her in 10 feet of water and say, hey, good luck. But consumers has been a little bit that way, where we've said to people, hey, here's your new $5,000 deductible plan. We're eliminating everything else, and now here's your solution. It's been structured around, hey, who's going to pay? And let's make that the lens through which we view everything. And we just think, you know, we understand why that's existed for very practical reasons, but it's not really focused on a consumer. It's not really focused on engaging them in a way where they actually need the right care at the right time, at the right cost. It's not. It's basically saying, good luck to you. Here's some education. Go. And we think that needs to change. And I think that's why we've been around. Well, and, you know, arguably, and we'll see if this has driven some of what you see as the velocity of this change, but arguably, I mean, since World War II, there haven't really been traditional consumers in this marketplace. If, if I was an employer and I had 500 employees, it essentially was one consumer. And now I think inadvertently with the advent of the marketplaces and consumers starting to shop, albeit in a very small walled garden, they're starting to flex their consumer chops. Do you see that as creating some synergy with what you guys are trying to do and with this shift? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you, if you look out there, you see the nexus of these ACA exchanges, be it, be it the federal ones or the state runs, it certainly makes there more choice. And I think it also is, for the first time, forcing the powers that be in healthcare to say, hey, if this is not really compelling to the consumer, at least at the time of purchase, we won't be in business. I think the challenge is, is the easy lens that every American understands is price, right? But we think about price very simplistically, and I think most people today, if, you, if they go to one of these exchanges, and even if, even if they get some decent guidance along that line, bottom line is they're thinking, what premium can I afford? Because it's really hard to think about what actually I actually need as, as real coverage, and what that does is drive people, especially with the advent of, of subsidies and the likes, is to look at plans that tend to be either of the bronze or silver tiers, which tend to be predominated by the hyper-consumerism to high-deductible plans. And when you look at those plans, yes, the premium's affordable. I, maybe I get some subsidy, both uh, of the premium and actuarial variety from the carrier. But now I still have this challenge, and I go back to this paradigm I have now I've signed up for a premium I love, but I got a $5,000 deductible before my care kicks in. I'm in my office at two in the afternoon and I'm just not feeling well. And now what do I do? And I want to know what this is and what do I do? And so I, I think people still have to face the fact that, yes, I have these solutions. I've got this consumerism buying experience, but it still doesn't walk with me every day. It still doesn't help me every day. And I think that's where still healthcare has a, has a frontier that really gets brought to the table because of the ubiquity of the mobile devices people have today. And that's the frontier that we are playing on and that we're seeing tremendous uh, 
and ferocious uptake because it's something that people haven't seen before. And we think this is going to be an entirely new business versus, say, traditional telemedicine. And yet you're faced with a challenge. I'm a consumer. I'm using the service, whether I'm just looking up an answer from all of the information that you've crowdsourced from all the doctors who participate on the platform, or if I'm actually having a a video consultation on my smartphone with a physician, we're still faced with the challenge of dialing back into that vestigial part of the old system where some physician somewhere who's a primary care physician or an internist or whatever needs to get a 360 degree view of those interactions that I've had. How does that problem get solved? Well, we think first and foremost, if you can give people the ability to speak to a physician and get access to their knowledge and expertise without necessarily having to actually talk to a physician first, that's how people have been trained to operate. If you look at what happens with Google today, if I have a question about a sink that's clogged or my car that won't defrost or something that's wrong, I go immediately to Google and I look. In healthcare, people have trained to have that same instinct. And so in many cases, what they really want is, what is this and what do I do now? And what we've built and what we think is needed out there is an intelligent repository of doctor knowledge where there's complete transparency as to the qualifications and the nature of the people who are responding. It's like having thousands of doctors as your relatives. So every doctor in the family gets called by everybody when they start to not feel well. Well, this is the same thing, except I don't need to make the call. I pick up my smartphone and I start to experience that. And that's a new way people have thought about doing this. It's not like opening a textbook and saying, hey, go to page 12 and start reading. It's like opening that textbook, going to the right page, and then having a crowd of experts interpret this for me and interpret on top of each other's interpretations until I get a really incredible peer-reviewed sense for what I need. And I can trust it because I know it's coming directly from the people that I actually trust in the system, which is my physician. Do these interactions tie back into my PHR? Absolutely. So the other thing we think is really interesting here is that today when I'm searching around and I'm trying to figure out what's going on, people look at my interactions. If I go other places, they, they go to that. They look at that interaction and use all that data about my searching to serve me up ads. And I think what we really want to do is use their digital footprint as they go through here, put that experience into the PHR so that the solution starts to deliver them more intelligent, more personalized answers. So if I'm a 25-year-old and I have a question about this very same piece of content, I'm going to get a different answer than someone who is a 52-year-old male versus a 25-year-old female. And, And that is near magical and that is addictive. So much so that when you do this right, people will, for the first time, interact with the health system as defined by what we do in over 17 times a year versus, hey, I'm sick, I need to talk to you. Now this becomes a low-key, trusted, ongoing relationship. And that's what we think healthcare needs to be as through the portal of my mobile devices or my desktop versus, I'm sick, now let me have a transaction and let me talk to the fortress that begins with you know, the hospital and the doctor, etc. And now, a word from our sponsor. Imagine a place where you could discover proven business-building strategies and pick the minds of top benefit agency leaders in the industry to maximize your own firm's growth and success. Well, now there is such a place. Announcing Ascend, 
the Agency Growth and Leadership Summit coming to Nashville, Tennessee this January. Ascend will be hosted by my friends Nelson Griswold and Scott Cantrell, authors of the industry best-selling book Do or Die, Reinventing Your Benefits Agency for Post-Reform Success, and founders of one of the most successful marketing and sales consultancies in the industry, Bottom Line Solutions. Ascend is a fresh, interactive experience exclusively for benefit agency leaders and focused on providing practical and proven strategies to help you maximize your growth. I'm going to be there, and I'm so excited about this totally different type of meeting that I've arranged a special discount just for Shift Shapers listeners. This event is invitation only, so there is an application process to attend. To get all of the details, go to www.shiftshapersonline.com and click on the Ascend logo at the top right of the page. See you in Nashville. And now, back to our interview. We talked a little bit about this at the open, but I know you guys have just expanded both reach and scope into something that you call a healthcare operating system. What is that and why is it important? Can you explain a little bit about that for us? Absolutely. So if you look at the totality of what a people's experience in healthcare, if you look at everything from how they schedule to talk into the healthcare interface to the personal health record that they have to their actual interaction with healthcare content wherever they find it. How do you bring all that into a seamless, integrated experience so that there's not really any walls between one aspect of encountering healthcare and the other? So, for example, if I'm now accessing content as a first place, hey, that might be great enough for me. If that's not, then maybe I can ask a direct question to a physician network. And that physician network will come back with answers to me directly within a matter of minutes. And if that's not enough, now I can actually tap and talk into a physician. And the magic happens. Now I'm going to get guidance and I'm going to get ongoing reminders and engagements and tips that help me execute what I'm supposed to be doing based on what the doctor wants me to do. And I didn't have that before. When I went to the physician before, I would go and get this long discharge sheet and I would sit it on the passenger seat of my car and I'd forget about it and I'd get out of my car and do what I was doing because I was living my life. And that thing would just sit there passively and pretty soon I'd look at it and say, oh, that's recycling. Now the healthcare system comes alive to find me and send me reminders, send me tips that help me say, wow, oh, yeah, that's right. I need to do this. Yes, I do need to engage on that. Oh, I noticed that you didn't do these things. Maybe you need to come back into care. This kind of wraparound operating system built around the consumer, powered by the physician, is unique and is really transforming how hospital systems, employers, and even insurance carriers who are now embedding this operating system as the core of how they execute business is being done. Do you find in the early stages that this is able to drive, I know it's not the primary reason, but do you find that that it's able to drive any savings back into the system? Absolutely. Because when you think about this, now notice that we're not talking about less care. We're talking about the right care at the right time, at the right cost. And if you actually end up doing that, what you end up with really is a giant and intelligent triage system where sometimes I don't actually need to go and talk to a physician. What I really need is information since we've done research that says that, and there's research out there that says that 51% of actual doctor's visits are really just informational in nature. I just need information. What if I could take some of that and instead of translating that into an office visit that I pay into just an interaction with an intelligent 
resource that gets me what I need because this doctor's had this conversation a thousand times beforehand with people like me. Every time that happens, I've effectively intercepted utilization that would have cost the organization and me money before. Secondly, if I go further in terms of actually needing a you know, consult, then you have the typical telemedicine argument, which is all about cost triage, which is it's cheaper to actually have a telemedicine consult than it is to go into the physician. And frankly, the productivity costs enhance there as well. But we think the fact that you actually have had an intelligent interaction long before you actually talk live with a physician is really important because the efficacy of that interaction with the physician is so much exponentially better, exponentially higher quality. So that the chances of you getting the right answer and the right guidance across 137 specialties, not just with generalists, is provided for you. If you do all that right, plus ongoing engagement, what we found is you can save people up to, you can save plant sponsors and carriers who have a dire interest in reducing claims utilization cost up to $25 per member per month, which is a phenomenal number. It sure is. We've got about a minute left, and we always like to wrap up by asking our guests what their view of the future is. We've, we've talked some about, well, for a lot of people, it's the future, but for you guys, it's kind of what you're doing today. What do you see the future looking like? What, what does that vision look like from where you guys sit? We think the future continues. We think smartphones are certainly the first wave in a generation of devices that will be wearable. Certainly, Apple Watch and uh, Google Gear are certainly other pieces, but we think wearables would be the next generation where how do I now take and really extract medical-grade content from that and now begin to be able to have a lot more biometric information that I can bring into this interaction and then actually be able to deliver people real-time feedback. So now instead of this being a 17 times a year interaction, whereas today most people's interface with their plan is, hey, it's my insurance card and that's my primary portal. Now I can have almost a daily interaction that relates to my health in a non-invasive way where it now just becomes a part of how I live my life. We certainly think that's one piece of the equation. The other piece of the equation is allowing unparalleled doctor collaboration in a way that galvanizes them to actually deliver more efficacious care and brings evidence-based medicine that's currently in the labs to market a lot faster because there's a, there's a more frictionless avenue for delivering that. We think That's also part of the future here. Gary Robinson, Executive Vice President of Business Development at HealthTap. Gary, a great conversation. Thanks so much for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. Thank you for your time. I certainly appreciate it. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of the Saltzman Group. We work with entrepreneurs, executives, and companies just like you to help shape the shifts in your business. To schedule a 20-minute call to learn more, visit our website at thesaltzmangroup.com or call me directly at 803-386-8005. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're on our site, you can also click the podcast tab for the entire catalog of Shift Shapers episodes and to access some really great special offers. Give me a call at 803-386-8005 and learn how to put the secrets of the Shift Shapers to work in your business. 